Good morning. GM, GM. Oh, God, it keeps faking me out. <laughs> What's going on? Chilling. Uh, yeah, me too, sort of. My my blood sure. pressure is going through the roof, guys. Just a quick heads up. Um, they decided to do fire alarm testing in my building um, right at 9.30. That was great of them. They had uh, like a full nine-hour window to do it, and uh, it just started right now. So um, there's going to be a couple points in time through the show where I might just throw it out to FMC. Maybe I'll just uh, get a topic that we know gets them fired up and let them go for a while. And uh, yeah, I'll just say squiggles, mute my mic, and uh, and let him go. Look at this. Look at you, DJs. We set a bunch of all-time highs yesterday on the show. That was very exciting. We appreciate everyone's support a lot. Um, it, it really does mean a lot to us to see you know eighty something people in here at one point, and uh, yeah, it was a great time. Yes. <laughs> How are you feeling today, Free Market? Feel good. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a beautiful day in NFT land. Hundred twenty million dollars siphoned off into the ether by these these auctions. So I'm fabulous, R two. All right. Well, I'm glad we got that out of the way. No, I hey, you're right. Um, yesterday, uh, Pixelmon was, I guess, the talk of the town, and uh, and here we are, and they have a cool something seventy seventy two million dollars in their uh, their their bank account now, and which is uh, leaving we- the NFT space and never coming back. People, sayonara. Well. I hope that they're uh, they're going to employ some people, make the game that they say they're going to do. Uh, feels yeah. like we're starting to get into the uh, ICO round, I guess, where it's just these projects that don't exist, but they promise that they're going to exist if you give them lots of money. And uh, here we are. So yeah, Pixelmon. A lot of people got wrecked on that yesterday. Zug, Zug, baby. Zug still doing hmm. good. I got. I got my uh, level 204 coming back from the Leviathan today. He he came back yesterday. I'm sorry, he's coming back uh, tomorrow morning. But he came back yesterday from the from the Lava Titan. He brought back two regular rewards. This guy's a 204. He's a failed orc god. And maybe it's because I abuse him because of that. But my failed shithead of an orc god uh, orc brought back two regular rewards from the Lava Titan yesterday. 24 goddamn bone shards. Four days of work. Dustin, do you feel me? <laughs> Jesus. You win some, you lose some. I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah. know how orcs works well enough to uh, to understand what you just said any, any entirely, other words but it doesn't sound mouth. good. Yeah. What's that? No. Well, no, you, when you raid, it's a probability roll, right? You get yeah, three. Yeah. There's three possible outcomes. The worst is the regular outcome. And I got two. I got two regular outcomes in a row. And my orc is uh, level 204. So he should have a, a bit of an advantage. It's not crazy, though. I mean, so I decided to just set now. I have so close to enough bone shards for a another ogre that I'm just I sent this guy to the Leviathan for two days I figured I can uh, mint another ogre and then I'll go back to the to the Titan the lava Titan but he frustrated me we yeah, agree just put him on the market sell him yes or, or we are to sell him you know no, no. You, you've given him a good home and this is how he's repaying you no I know I well 
He's going to make it up to me by getting in three lava rocks. I know it. He just needed a break. He had to go to battle the Leviathan real quick. But uh, yes, we, we agree with you, um, Moe Zane. The intro is a vibe. The intro gets me going every day. I love yeah, that intro music. Off camera, I actually like break some stuff because I'm mm-hmm. getting so hyped up. And mm-hmm. now it just levels me out a little bit. Um, I got I have a new mug here today. Uh, a message for, for people in the NFT space. Uh, there we go. Don, Don T. Bea. Oh, don't be a... Yeah, you got it. Cuntosaurus. There we go. <laughs> there you go. That one's for uh, nice. Dark Nice. Nice. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. GM, look at this. You guys, uh, we're, apparently we're getting raided by Cat Bricks or something. Sure. Come on, come on, come in, on in, Cat Bricks. Get, I can bring everyone from the Discord over. We, yeah. We want it. We can tell you about the spaces we tried to do to bring us into mm. prominence. Yeah. We're very excited. Well, I mean, that's yes, Don T. Bea. That's what I say. Thank you, question farce. You the guys. spacing on those uh, letters was weird. It wasn't just no, weird, it wasn't. Right? Is the current <laughs> burning? <laughs> Poor kerning. I, it was a nice yeah. mug. Okay, I'm gonna turn this into an NFT series. No one has the cash there to pull go. off what I just did. I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. Cool. Cash. Yes. Cash. Um, cash. Well, cash. if you're from Capricks, welcome. I appreciate you showing up. I promise you, we're not going to be talking about Capricks all show. Um, but uh, you know, it's good to have you here. I appreciate you showing up. Look at it. Yeah, you guys are going. Tether, Moe Zane. <laughs> the answer is Tether. USDT. Tether? He said, what's the safest play in the current market? Oh, yeah, I mean, that definitely seems... Uh, Actually, Tether's probably the wrong answer. USDC. I hear things about Tether. Tether's always gone through some FUD. I don't know how yeah. substantiated it is. Uh, people say it's good. People say it's bad. USDC, mm-hmm. I think, is probably your your safer, safer, safer bet there. Um, yeah, safe plays is not what the NFT market is here for. But yeah, we, we are here. Well, if you want to check Tether, I mean, we are up a whopping 0.1% on the day. Nice. But if you compare that to any other cryptocurrency, you're probably down about 15%. So, Indeed. Yeah, Nick, Nick made an announcement saying he's getting us to 0.5 ETH or $2,500. Yeah, I mean... Um, I, I, I hope that it goes on a run for you guys. I have some myself, but just be be cautious about setting price targets like that. You, you know, there's a project to, to be rebuilt here. So, let's, you know, baby steps. <laughs> um, all right, let's actually just do the show. You want to do the drum roll thing? GM, everybody, and welcome to the February 8th Tuesday edition of the AM show hosted live on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, I want to thank everybody for showing up here today. As I said in the pre-show, if you missed it, I am having some fire alarm testing going on in my building right now. So we're going to roll with the punches. And, you know, if anything gets out of control, I'm just going to mute it. I'm going to say the word squiggles to uh, FMC and let him go on for as long as he needs to, uh, to to get that out of his system and to get that sound if you just heard it Um out of the way too. So I apologize for that. This is definitely not the norm. I am your host, R2DGen, joined with me as always by FMC. Hey now. 
GM, 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 GM. Uh, how was your day yesterday? Monday started off the week, right? We had a lot of people tune into the show. It was a lot of fun. It was a really good show. Moon Monday for Star Wolves. That was a lot of fun too. Charlie killed it with the reveal going down there and shout out to Cass for finally getting to his Genesis Wolf. How was your Monday? Oh, my Monday was fabulous. I started it off by minting uh, my cool pet egg, which is sitting there waiting to be hatched. The public sale uh, would be today, and then the game would start the day after. Uh, Thursday, yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Pardon me. I think Milk Yield starts tomorrow? No, 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 no. I think it all goes live on Thursday, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Live on Thursday. Um. So that, that's going to be very exciting. I want everybody here to put aside an hour because at 9 p.m. Eastern tomorrow, we're going to be doing an Alpha Mint Spaces on P2E. We're going to talk about yes. Ether Orcs. We're going to talk about Cool Pets. We're going to talk about Raid Party. And being one of the trendiest areas in the market right now, I think that uh, is going to be very educational. So everyone should tune in for that. But yes, yeah. uh, we started to see some of the profile pictures blow off a little bit. The uh, the steam is coming out of their sales and, you know, there's some some big P2E games going down. As you mentioned, Cool Pets and Raid Party starting. Orcs is still going strong and actually a project that we mentioned a while ago. I, you know, I thought um, maybe we were trying to get in touch with but didn't end up doing it. Space games going down today, too. Are they? Yes, I didn't know. Yeah. I, no, no, I that's OK. I just saw it pop up. Yeah. I unfortunately left that Discord due to the number of things. Oh, yeah. Hey, I mean, that's a thing, too. Uh, sometimes a bit of a red flag. Too much noise created uh, can can be a difficulty. But, I mean, P2E is is ripe for, um, I, I want to say comeback, but some of the games that have been, uh, you know, producing over that period of time have actually still just continued to do really well. Orcs has just been on an incredible trajectory. We see Wolf Game kind of pop in and out of favor. Uh, Eternal Elves was probably the most recent one that's had quite a bit of success um kind of after the whole hunger brains dilemma uh that uh you know i think got re- uh resolved somewhat successfully i guess uh, in terms of hunger brains they're not pursuing that anymore are they they just scrapped it and m- moving on with their lives no they are building it for l2 they've just put together their dev team uh they made an announcement in the discord and this game is going to be moved to l2 and everyone who participated oh. in the first one will be airdropped uh their L2 asset. I think that's the only thing where it's like, I, I don't know if these guys can do you know anything right. Like now they're going to put the assets on Polygon. I mean, all right. I guess if it's a cool playable game, okay. But at least at the very least, one thing we do is try to take, you know, keep the assets on L1 and uh, have the gameplay be on L2. But quite frankly, you need the expertise of a team like Orcs to pull that off. And I don't know if they're available. So uh, the Citadel, another great game. You know, last year was the was a false uh, a false P2E trend. It was very short. We knew P2E was going to be big. Uh, Orcs came out. um, Besides Orcs, it was pretty much just Risk Protocol, though. I mean, pretty much Risk Risk Protocol. You can steal this NFT. This person, you you get this much. You got to pay a tax on this. It was just you know gamified DeFi, maybe. 
And and it's true. And earlier in the year, uh, Axie Infinity was one of the largest stories with that coin being one of the best gainers ever. And, you know, all that good stuff. So not last year, so feel, yeah, not well. Last year, it feels like it set the table for what's about to come now, because now we have some pretty legitimate properties, um, all debuting. Of course, we have so many pizza. I mean, we just minted something called 2112 yesterday. If you saw how that, I mean, these are not small operations. Like, there's a lot going into this uh, crypto gaming area now, and even with EtherOrgs, who deliver on a regular basis. So, everyone keeps asking me, like, you know, as evidenced by Lives of Asuna, which we'll get into a bit later, the, the anime waifu meta is done. All right. That was done a week ago. I don't know how anybody, uh, you know, uh, whatever. But They're so pretty. <laughs> but now <laughs> we're going into. Everyone keeps asking me, "What's the next meta?" Well, I think the next meta is two things: an obvious one, which is quality art. Okay, I don't think anyone's putting up with any more foobar shit going into the rest of this year. We have world class artists putting out collections coming up. Whether we're talking about Butrix over at Starcatchers, whether we're talking about Takashi now putting out multiple collections, and all these other big artists you see now moving into the game. So quality, hote art, for lack of a better term. And then on top of that, you have P2E Gaming, right? And <clears throat> you're seeing real money uh, games now showing up like Raid Party, which is going to debut later this week. And again, Orcs, which keeps delivering. So I think these are your two new metas uh, coming into it. Every few weeks, we get people talking about the PFP bubble. Oh, PFPs are in a bubble. Oh, PFPs. I think it's the most ridiculous argument there is. So you're telling me, uh, you know, there's 1 million uniques out there trading NFTs right now. So the other 6,999,000,000 people don't need PFPs either. We're the only ones. We're the only use case. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and as as though you you know people don't hold multiples of them too. It's not like yeah, well, yeah, one. You're only legally it's allowed fashion. to own one profile picture, so you can save the rest for other people, right? Yeah. Oh my God, right. I I made an analogy yesterday that being bearish or uh, saying you know uh, PFPs are in a bubble in 2022 AD is like saying clothes are in a bubble in 2022 <laughs> BC. <laughs> Yeah, a hot take, I guess. Not really. There you no, go. I, I mean, it's a great point, right? Like this Labored, is a, a but new paradigm true. we live in. Um, let's get into the crypto market, then we'll touch on some news, and then uh, we'll just start flying into some projects that we got on the on the go here. Uh, for the time being, though, crypto doing pretty well. Yesterday had a pretty good run. Bitcoin actually crossed over 45000 for a brief period of time before pulling back. It's kind of flirting with 44000 right now. Um, ETH did break 3200 a little bit. Pretty bullish there. Uh, cooled off a little bit, as we said on the show yesterday. Um, not completely out of the woods yet. Short term, we're looking pretty bullish. The, uh, the, the, the long term trend, as you said, is still slightly bearish. We have uh, still have some work to do and uh, you know, don't don't um, we're not immune to any kind of pullbacks right now. That's for sure. No, I, in fact, I think we should be pulling back right now. This is that we hit resistance yesterday, 3200. We've already pulled back. I mean, I don't watch Bitcoin. It's pointless at this point, but I'm talking about Ethereum, right? We hit 3200 yesterday. I mean, we they pretty pulled much go hand in hand at this point. But yeah, 
Yeah. Well, well they, it, I, I, no, I actually think they, I actually, you know, I've had a hundred thousand dollar price target on Ethereum for a while. Uh, but I saw ARC's latest analyst projections yesterday and they're looking at 150K on Ethereum. And you know what? I like that. I'm, I'm changing my price target to, I almost Kathy, consider Kathy Woods ARC's at 150,000 on e- Ethereum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Yeah, and they actually had some uh, some fancy little charts to back it up too. But you know, uh, I, I don't want to be outdone by Kathy Wood, so I'm sitting here contemplating a higher <laughs> price target. I'll let you guys know tomorrow. But yeah, everything's looking fabulous here. I expect us to pull back to 2800, which is what you want if you're bullish. You want to see us go test the previous resistance, turn it into support, get up off the mat. Everything's looking great. Uh, hoping for a little bit of a pullback here. Don't be scared when it comes. I mean, if we keep going up, it actually sets up a more precarious chart. Like if we ran to 3,800, we'd fall yeah. back to 3K. And that's going to feel really bad compared to 32 to 28. So, Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now on the, the uh, short term, if you look at like the 14-day chart, we're actually riding a pretty nice little channel, just kind of, you know, going up and it, it's going to bounce in between there you know and mm-hmm. at some point it'll it'll reset but uh but yeah here we are um we were going to talk a little bit about polygon not a ton but having a great week it was up uh it was up big yesterday on the news that came out um from sequoia capital polygon raises 450 million dollars in funding red funding round led by sequoia capital india um this is literally just the same <laughs> same title with uh 40 more major investors 450 million dollars a lot of a lot of money to do some damage with um polygon love it or hate it might be a necessary evil as we start to move as we mentioned p2e trends um and and gas really kind of chewing up a lot of the uh you know, a lot of your funds just in order to play it. Um polygon is is so far been proven to be a pretty pretty st- solid stable solution uh orcs um, migrated over to polygon and i think uh you know the the initial reaction was like oh god here we go but i i think you know you as an avid orc player are now kind of giving the thumbs up of approval if i uh not to put words in your mouth um is that right yes love but, polygon uh, <laughs> I mean, the the one problem with Polygon is when it's cheap, it makes it cheap to have scams and the scams are not going to go anywhere. I mean, I still shudder every time I see a, a Polygon NFT that I didn't purchase. And actually, I've never purchased any uh, in my wallet that got airdropped to me. And, uh, you know, sometimes they're legitimate. You know, you get the little Lemon Friends ones there. They look nice, but you almost have to do a lot of research on them to make sure that you're not clicking on something that you shouldn't be when it comes to Polygon. But... $450 million, a lot of money, a lot of capital to do some stuff with. We saw um, 100 Thieves, which is an esports brand, uh, airdrop 300,000 Polygon NFTs last month. Uh, Sports Illustrated is doing some stuff on there. And it it seems to kind of be um, waking up a little bit. Yeah. And I think people who are waiting for ETH2 to lower L1 gas fees are missing the 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 point here. Okay. Even Vitalik will say that like ETH 2.0, yeah, proof of stake is not uh, the entire solution. Yeah, I know. And don't worry, 2.0 cut L1 gas fees in half. But guess what? Ethereum's going to 100k. That's not going to mean a lot when it cuts uh, when it cuts gas fees in half. You got to understand, L1 is going to be a global financial transacting layer and somewhere for very, very high end finance, there's going to be a point 
where everything left on L1 is a high-end collectible because you just is not going to be feasible to launch anything small on there anymore. And this is why L2 is important. You're now seeing as many, I wouldn't say as many, that's not fair, but you're seeing a very large corporate presence, a very large mainstream presence leverage Polygon to put out their NFTs because they're not going to make their public pay gas fees. It's just, it's not something that works, right? So I think eventually these will far outshadow the scams. And while the downside of Polygon will always be the ease in which a scammer can launch something and unfortunately trick someone who's naive or unsophisticated, this is how Ethereum can scale globally. So... Well, and that, this exists for any L1 too, right? Like it's not just a problem that's exclusive to Ethereum. I mean, we talk about L2s on, well, we don't talk about it, but they talk about L2s on Bitcoin all the time. Um, you know, the, these other chains like Solana um, will likely have to have one too uh, as they start to, to scale up and see more usage. It's not uh, a complete cut and dry. You have to kind of scale back some of the security and the decentralization for an L2 to make it cheaper. And, you know, if you're in, crypto if you're in if you've been in ethereum for a long time you kind of just get numb to paying the gas fees but if you're somebody that's new to the space and you're jumping in there and all of a sudden you're you know about to click send on something and it's quoting you 90 dollars for transactional fees like it's it's a tough pill to swallow there's a reason why people look at that and go yeah fucking right no thanks right Mm -hmm. exactly and this is not something that you know, large corporate entities can uh, put on their customers if NFTs are going to be successful initially. So big things coming for Matic. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Matic was the best performing crypto all year uh, of the established. We're not talking about the random, you know, shit coins like shit. We're talking of those top coins. Your best performer uh, uh, for the year was Matic. It was up something insane. 2021? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't I'm, know. I'm excluding SHIB and the smaller shit coins that went crazy. I'm talking about like if you were already in the top 100 in market cap type of thing. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm I'm trying to like really quickly look at that. Like, let's look at the last year. I I, I think maybe Solana holds that. If I'm being honest with you, um, but I mean, incredible returns on Matic, nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, Solana was stupid. Solana was like a thousand X or something. Year, I thought it was three dollars to two hundred. Was it? Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was below a dollar. Um, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, regardless, if you were holding Matic a, a, a year ago, you've done very speaking very well of future L twos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, could be. Yeah, you know. I, I love how know. you're like, oh, Solana's going to need L twos. No, no, my friend. Solana, Solana is to- the L two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I, uh, I I bite my tongue. On uh, January first, it was about a dollar eighty. So okay. I'm, I'm wrong with that. I thought it was below a dollar. Um, anyways, let's move on. Uh, one final piece of Polygon news that we don't need to talk about, but I just I made it made me laugh and shout out to my Bitclout homies that are uh, watching right now. Uh, DeFi Project Ave launches decentralized social media platform on Polygon. Uh, the developer. The developers behind Ave have created Lens Protocol, an open open source Web3 smart contracts based social graph based on dynamic NFTs. Uh, cool. I don't know. Bit close, Decentralized whatever. social. Hey, I actually think 
decentralized social is important. I just don't think that uh, the first iteration where a lot of us came from was probably it. But uh, I actually think we are in the decentralized social as we speak. It's in the room with us right now. (laughs) (laughs) NFTs, people. (laughs) These are the new social networks. I've said it many times. NFTs are the new social networks. Worldwide Web3 is where we're all going to congregate and chat. Well, I mean, there's also a pretty, uh, pretty nifty little uh, project on the horizon that's uh, integrating NFTs and, and all of that into a uh, social platform as well. If I recall correctly. Yes, yes, quite. Uh, we love starts with an M and ends with an Eta link. Yes, in fact, the Cool Man's Universe um, chat room over there is now the largest community on uh on metalink so shout out to cool man's Isn't universe nice? they had a little party there the other night and they now have the most members uh on metalink of all the collections they have there that Very that cool. fan base we're going to talk about cool man's a little bit later on in the show just because it's been a wild ride but that fan base that um you know that community is actually rabid and you know they host a lot of spaces and uh they, <laughs> yeah, they were of, doing a lot of really cool stuff going on yeah shout out to sheck who uh runs those all the time um she is one of the unofficial devs for all all the good projects now they got their unofficial devs and uh yeah cool man's be holding spaces almost every day just like lemon so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love, love both those projects um Today, I believe, or tomorrow marks the one year. No, it's today. Uh, one year since uh, Tesla bought Bitcoin. Uh, they bought $1.5 billion of it. The company has been doing very well, despite all of the uh, the FUD from them buying crypto on their balance sheets. It has not affected them. Now, truth be told, uh, $1.5 billion to Tesla is a drop in the bucket. This isn't going to move them one way or another. Uh, it's certainly not going to peg their stock price to the uh, the volatility of Bitcoin or anything. But if you go back a year from uh, from today and remember the narratives that were going on, this was the most reckless thing that anybody's ever done. I can't believe Elon would put his shareholders in that kind of peril and what are they even doing with bitcoin and then all of the fud about the environmental issues and you know ah, whatever i actually agree with that take i am not i i am not in favor of public companies using their cash to buy speculative assets like bitcoin that is just insane but you know well no we'll and that's, that, that's uh, uh fine but it was Inter- like I trust your opinion a lot more than just the fucking the the Twitter squawkers on um, just going to town looking for anything to to stir shit up over, right? But yeah. like I even remember on like watching CNBC while this was going down because I was like I, I want to hear what you know mainstream media is saying about this, and they're like, okay, so they're going to be accepting Bitcoin. Um, to buy Tesla. So maybe they're buying this Bitcoin to kind of act as like a change float so that when somebody buys a Tesla, they have some to give back to them to kind of like make change for it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you know, how, how are, how is it like just such uninformed, uneducated opinions, or maybe they're just saying random shit to, for, for, uh, for engagement got me going. So there you go. Hey now. 
<laughs> um, last but not least, uh, FTX is going to be giving away Bitcoin uh, during the Super Bowl, but there's a catch. It's not really gamified. They're just uh, they're starting at you know the Super Bowl starting at 8 p.m. They have eight Bitcoin that they're giving away to four people that have already. Um, you know, won the right to be in this contest. And as the Super Bowl goes later, how, when, however long it takes for the uh, commercial to air, they're going to be increasing the amount of Bitcoin they're giving away. So um, if the commercial goes live at 9.30 p.m., then it will be nine and a half Bitcoin being split up between four people. But, you know, is that a lot for them? No, not really. Is this a big deal? Yeah, kind of. But again, I think it's just all roads are leading back to, to crypto and NFTs being um, incredibly for, at the forefront of uh, Super Bowl 56. I'll tell you what I did last night. I bought SuperBowlBitcoinWinners.com and I had uh, Drop Acid <laughs> write up a quick contract so that they could really easily switch that Bitcoin right into ETH. It's like a little DEX that we set up. So the moment these, I just want to let all, if you are one of these winners, you can switch your Bitcoin into ETH very easily. Bitcoin, uh, Super Bowl Bitcoin winners.com. That's not actually a site. Not, no, no, this was a, a bit. Don't go there if that site exists. I was like, okay, let's say Super Bowl Bitcoin winners.com. Nope. No, your site's down. It's been uh, ah. <laughs> the the point here is Bitcoin uh, should be changed into Ethereum. That's its sole purpose. I I got the bit. I get it. Okay, I cool. Know. I know. I was clarifying. Switch yes, Bitcoin audience. Mm-hmm. You can uh, you can rest assured, free market. I actually own zero point zero zero Bitcoin now. There I you know go. you're a smart person. I don't Thank even you. doubt that. That's the nicest thing you've said to me all morning. <laughs> um yeah perfect someone's saying when star wolves on meddling no idea never heard of star wolves before Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, just carrying on uh larva labs making some splashes again uh forcing OpenSea to remove v1 punks collection because of a dc dmca takedown issued it there's a bit of like you know, conflicting reports about what's going on here. Uh, I guess the long and short of it was that there was original V1 punks that they had kind of messed around with. Uh, the contract is is pretty much dead and it's just been sitting there. I'm under the impression that somebody took them and wrapped them and then redeployed uh, a working contract back on the open sea to, uh, to try and capitalize on this. And Larva, Larva Lab said, uh, no, no, no. Now, you know, there's some controversy about, oh, Larva Labs always, you know, ruins the fun, blah, 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 blah. I don't know if you've had much, um, much time to look into this, but, you know, the stark contrast between um, uh, Yuga Labs and Larva Labs has been has been pretty incredible with Yuga Labs just letting people have fun with the uh, the ape derivatives and just go to town on it. And I really do think that it's not the entire story behind why their uh, floor price uh, is, is, is doing so well. But I do think that they have done a great job of letting their brand stay relevant and, and you know, at the height of NFTs. I mean, this entire article just says to me, buy, be gone, punks. I I read this, I look at this, and I think, buy, be gone, punks. And the reason is, there's obviously a gigantic anti-punk sentiment out there. And just like some blind moron, they keep sticking their dick in the air trying to find, wait, where can I put, where can I find this anti-punk sentiment? 
Begone punks are the anti-punk. This is what they are looking for. They are very confused right now, but eventually all will make sense, okay? V1s, funks, uh, fast food, but this is all junk. This is all garbage. Yeah, we're all they're just here, flipping the... Flipping the 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 way that they're looking around, or just changing the colors of them, or like, yeah, it's 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 half-assed for sure. The, they are all yearning for begone punks, and they don't know it yet. It's the biggest blind spot in all of markets. It is coming to a head soon. Uh, anyone not buying begone punks here needs their head checked. This is a this is a very a viable meta that's going to come to fruition soon. But you know. We'll just laugh here on the show when it happens. Guys, if you look at these and you are like kind of skeptical about them, I, I highly actually just recommend you go to the uh, their OpenSea page and just start going down the rabbit hole because um, there is just like an incredible amount of diversity in this project. The glitchiness, there's some animated ones, the hype day F ones, um, and they're, they're just so vibrant. And I, I actually love whenever I see somebody rock one of these as their profile picture. It was literally the first NFT that I bought um, on Free Market's recommendation. And, uh, and yeah, I mean that you're you're 100% right that like everybody wants to buy the anti-punk crypto punks are these like almost this old NFT institution this you know big old money that's not really doing anything fun or innovative they're just they just kind of right now and you know people kind of want to stick it to them by doing these V1s or the funks like you said um but yeah Begans are, I, I think Begans are the answer. And slowly but surely, you do seem to, you see some, some, some pretty big people start to pick these up and accumulate them, and they don't even just sweep the floor. Like they, they start to pick up some of the, uh, the higher value ones. Absolutely. The whales in this collection have hundreds, and not because they're looking to dump on any public. It's because they've been collecting them for the better part of a year now because they love them. Because every time you log on to that stupid page and scroll for three minutes, you go, oh, fuck, I've never seen that one. That one looks good. I want that one. You just can't help it. Some art is derivative, pointless, and keeps us stuck in the place that we are. Other art is derivative, yet evolutionary and brings an entire movement forward into something greater than it was before. That is what Princess Camel has created with Bastard Gone Punks. That would be Burke. Uh, you could find him on Twitter. He is the Van Gogh of PFPs. He is an unrecognized genius. Biggest blind spot in markets. Matter of time. Next subject. Next subject. Or just mic drop. Uh, shout out to Burke. Um, this uh, this beauty ape got sold for 250 ETH yesterday. Biggest deal? Maybe not. But again, I just wanted to highlight the fact that these things are moving. It did briefly uh, cross, what, 110 ETH floor uh, late last 120. week? 120. Remember I said the top in, in apes would be 120. Well, we hit 120 and we pulled back. Before the Super Bowl, you said, too. Not just like nope. indefinitely, they'll eventually hit No, no, no. Pre-Super Bowl. Um, I mean, this has just been an incredible run. Uh, a lot of signs are pointing to these being uh, highlighted Super Bowl. Again, we keep going back to that because I do think it's going to be uh, a really, really big moment for NFTs. And we are quickly approaching that just, I think, five days away, six days away, whatever it is. Um, but I mean, keep an eye out. I, board apes are not something that you can easily just get into and buy one i mean you're going to be looking at a hundred eth purchase if you if you want to play that game but i do think that uh that um 
those whale watching uh, and board ape yacht sales trackers are going to uh, be very, very fun to watch this weekend, particularly on Sunday. Yep. This is, I think, uh, if you don't follow the ape bot on Twitter, the board ape sales bot, I think it'll be really fun for you to put it on notifications Saturday evening and wait to see what happens the next day. I just see a uh, a point zero one weth offer sale. That's just got to be a, a private transfer. Yeah, probably. A private <laughs> I was just like every time. I, you know what? I hate it and I love it at the same time. You scroll through these and you just like you see one of those, um, you know, ten ETH, and somebody just goes, "Oh, my apes are gone!" Like you know, there's a seventy. A lot of these ETH things one. are so ugly. I mean, there's some aesthetic ones, but Jesus. You really flip flop on your your appreciation. Well, I, I, you know, because a lot of the ones you see in public are the aesthetic ones. The people with the ugly ones ain't out there uh, bragging about it. They're just happy they have their three hundred k. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this one, this one doesn't strike me as a three hundred thousand dollar profile picture, but um, it is to somebody, my friend. No, it's the membership club, right? You get in there. Mm -hmm. You want to mm-hmm. want to get on that yacht with Steph Curry? I guess. I, like I do. Don't we like could him. talk uh, basketball. You want to talk basketball? No, I'm saying me and Steph on the yacht. We would talk basketball. Oh well, yeah, but you're a, Knicks, would you're a Knicks chat. fan. Nobody wants to talk basketball with you. What? The Knicks <laughs> are the most upstanding basketball organization out there. They'd have five championships if it wasn't for Michael Jordan. Okay, Michael Jordan. I don't want to. Uh, Patrick Ewing, he was he was destined to be uh, the greatest, the greatest of all time. See the fire alarm. No, shot, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> what are you? Ta- are you kidding me? When they were coming Patrick out of Ewing? college, when yes, when they were coming out of college, Patrick Ewing was billed as the next like best player of all time. No question. Now, certainly injuries plagued his career. Yeah, so was Alan that Houston. Is- True. Uh, there's a lot of those guys. I'm not saying that like. <laughs> I love, but no, isn't that always interesting? How like there's a guy coming out of college, they always think he's going to be the next big thing, and then there's some like 37th pick, like Michael. Jo- I don't remember what Jordan went at or whatever, but there's always these. Him. Yeah, there's always these. He went second, you said. Yeah, it was like behind. Um, oh God, what was that guy's name? Sam. Um, I don't remember. Fuck, it's escaping. Nah, he didn't, didn't do a ton. <laughs> No, I, I get it for sure. Alan mm-hmm. Houston, there we go. Next topic. Um, Alien Friends is uh, finally dropped below a two ETH floor. This was an incredible. <laughs> I love how this became news. I told you about this last night. You're like, we're making this news. Well, Good we haven't time. actually talked about them. Like, I mean, I, no. Okay, so I, I'm not saying finally as though we predicted uh, it or anything like that. But I mean, this project had such an incredible run, and it is actually like holding its own in the grand scheme of things, right? Like a lot of times you get these projects that, you know, get the Gary V treatment, they run up to four ETH and, you know, everybody scrambles frantically to, to cash out their, their profits or whatever. You know, we've seen some depression in floors lately. I I just, I guess my point really with this was that I haven't checked in on this project lately. I, I haven't ever owned any of them. So it's kind of always been in the back of my mind. I mean, it sat firmly within Lemon Friends and Cool Man's Universe, which I know we both love. Um, I know you had Alien Friends as well, but I, I just don't check in on it. And and to be honest with you, when you showed it to me, I was actually surprised that it was still that high, you know, 
And I yeah. just, I think it's, you know, kudos to them, kudos to that community for maintaining that because it's a very difficult thing to do, especially at the fact that this minted at 0 0.02. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying this is a buy. I'm certainly not loading up on them at 1.9 ETH. I will probably never own an alien friend, but I got to I got to say that uh, all signs are pointing this to this potentially being a mainstay. Definitely a mainstay. And there, there's 6,600 uniques. This is a, this is a legitimate collection that is here for the long haul. Period. Sam Bowie. No, no, for, for no way to mince words here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If you want to look at what they have coming up, um, I mean, they've had some, I guess, merch was supposed to drop on January 30th. Uh, I don't know that that actually has happened, but, you know, eventually there's going to be a friends token. Uh, I don't know. More more roadmap to be released. Yeah, I'm very on bearish this. on the roadmap. I, mean, I, don't know, I, don't think I don't know what this means. Why, like, why, why token? I mean, communities often get up in arms. They want a token for some reason. It's supposed to drive this fantasy ecosystem that they have. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it's not leaning into what made Alien Friends great. Okay, what made Alien Friends 100%. great was capturing that moment they were in and leveraging the community. They're not holding as many spaces as Cool Man's and Little Lemon Friends. And both Cool Man's and Little Lemon Friends have less uniques and a lower floor. All right. That's going to flip, period. That you, it is community. I, you know, I, it's such a cliche. Nobody wants to hear it. Community, wishy washy, woo woo bullshit. We get that. But you got to understand what a community is. It's thousands of people advertising your project every day. Like, that's the basic thing here. If we want to talk about the max min, effect of what a community is it's thousands and thousands of people advertising your bag every day all right and i love alien friends i love mason i love tape i love the project but if i compare it to cool man's and little lemon friends it seems like they're leaning more into their roadmap versus leaning into their community yeah, I, I think that you uh, encapsulated it perfectly when you say it's not leaning into or it's not um, it's not playing into what makes Alien Friends great. And you know what project hasn't had a token and is still doing really well? The Board Ape Yacht Club. Like, you know, I, I get right. that they have one coming out and, you know, they've kind of reached a pinnacle where they can develop an ecosystem within, you know, Mutant Apes, Board Ape Kennel Club and then the actual base project and and use these tokens to do stuff but alien friends just doesn't need that right now right you got to foster that community you got to grow to a point where this token should have some kind of intrinsic value because your community is so strong and and everything is going so well that you you need it right like i i just i i don't particularly get that facet of it i don't know what they intend to do with a token here maybe this roadmap um release that they have will will tell more but uh, well, know, I, I just I, I this is not one that I'm getting. I, I don't know. And I do want to continue to separate the art and the community, which I both really love in Alien. But I'm still holding one of my Alien friends. I love them. All right. I, I but I don't think that when I saw them announce mutants and everyone get excited, I really raised an eyebrow. Right. This is a very large collection to begin with. Okay. In some sense, they were lucky to be where they were. This is the exact case I wouldn't want to dilute my supply. And we talk about the pros and cons of these type of moves all the time. And it's not like 100%. Like there are times we can see with cool pets, we can see with bored apes that 
increasing your supply is a value add. I actually think apes are higher because mutants exist. Okay. So there are cases where this makes sense. I think this was way too soon for alien friends. And I worry about depending on their roadmap going forward in relation to whether it's a buy here. Is this project going to be around for a very long time? Yes. Do I like it? Yes. I'm not sure I agree with the current moves. I could be wrong. I, you know, it, it could be exactly what they need. Who knows where the market will be? We'll see where the market is when they start launching all this stuff. So much of it is market dependent and how receptive people are and all that type of stuff. So. Well, it, it is a great point, too, with you talk about diluting the project and whatnot. Um, you know, Bored Apes released uh, the Kettle Club and then subsequently Mutant Apes due to an overwhelming desire for people that were priced out of the collection yeah. to be a part of that community. Right. And Alien yeah. Friends isn't on that. You know, look at how long it took Cool Cats to actually come out with cool pets. They could have done this at any point in the last year, really. But they, I mean, they, they waited in, until Cool Cats became such a desirable community that so many people were priced out of that they wanted to release another round that's carefully thought out and develops their entire. Um, their entire brand, their entire lore, their entire community. And, you know, they they do the thing where all 10,000 Cool Cats holders get a cool pet. And then, you know, they allow 10,000 other people into their, their ecosystem as well. And it's not just this mad dash of like, let's grow, 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 grow. Make that community that you have as strong as possible. And then once people really can't, like once newcomers really can't, get into it, then you start letting more people in, right? That's, and, that's you my know, take on it. Mutant friends, <clears throat> the way it was timed, felt like they were trying to save the floor, right? Like we had just had that frothy Saturday. Everything was cooling off in a big way from its, you know, blow off top. And boom, they released mutants and it caused a small bounce, right? I mean, it's just, there, I, I think that you can, with Alien Friends, there is so much good there. And there are so many people, 6,600 at least, that are in love with this it's project. An incredible holder count for a project. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. One of the highest in the game, right? So I think there's a lot there. All of this said, I don't think these moves are going to doom them. I think at the bottom line here is I think they're going to be around for a very long time. I just, I, I just think they could have done a lot better saving these type of things for much farther down the road, like the way that Cool Cats and uh, Apes have done. You know, if, if Alien Friends were 40 ETH, it would make sense. People would want them. It's hard to get in. Yes. You need some sort of companion collection, right? I, I mean, mean, even yeah. 80 ETH, 10 ETH is enough to like really sure, sure. a large sure. majority. Yep. Yep. I can't, I, I, I can't spend enough liquidity to buy a Cool Cat right now. You know, like it just exists. I know I'm going to FOMO into one here in the next week, and it's bothering me. <laughs> You've been talking about it. Just Yeah, I know. It's getting to, to that fucking point. And I, uh, I, uh, you asked me to talk you out of it, and uh, I, did. I, I think I'm ready to just say, just pull the trigger, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. We like the cats. We love the cats. No, the cats are great. Um, actually, let's let's get into cool cats because they uh, the cool pets finally kind of went down yesterday. Uh, floor was as low as about one point six yesterday. I was kind of 
debating on whether or not to pull the trigger on that. But uh, that was very, very short lived. Um, sitting at 2.4 floor right now and uh, doing all right. Um, the game is going to start on Thursday. The The deployment of milk is going to start on Thursday. Again, Cool Cat's waiting a long time to deploy their own token. And I think it's going to be very valuable um, because of that. And, uh, and, and here we are sitting. Um, you minted one. I think you're intending on playing yes. the game. I know you said you yes. wanted to get a water pet. Uh, yep. Any any indication that you're going to pick up more? What's your what's your play now here? You're just waiting for Thursday to see how it all goes down. I've been contemplating whether to pick up more because uh, I I if I picked up another egg, I would leave it unhatched. That was going to be my strategy: one unhatched and one one uh, that I would turn into a water pet. I think that. We had that brief dip down to 1.5 yesterday, and it was a weird day in markets. I think Pixelmon scared a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people convinced now, especially with the Asuna reveal and Pixelmon going down yesterday, and Raid Party not maintaining its mint price. A lot of people think that the air has been let out of the market in a macro sense. That oh no, you know we're out of ammo, we're out of whatever. Um, I think that's one reason besides the delays that Cool Pets is even this slow that it is right now. I think people are <laughs> way underestimating milk. Um, there was a great Medium article showing what you're going to use milk for initially, how much milk will basically be out there in the supply, and what that means for the supply-demand balance and dynamics. And one thing we always talk about in relation to ether orcs is how well they balance that to the point where you're almost always burning more Zug, uh, or at least maintaining the amount of Zug that's in the supply. You don't see steady increases in the Zug supply. It is always being used. It's always being burned. I think milk is going to be the same thing, especially early on. I know Cool Cats, uh, shout out when milk have been a little more conservative in their guesses, but I actually think milk is going to get to two or three dollars initially as this is the first high profile utility coin. I know that banana was in the news last year and all that, but you know, banana was in the news when Genesis Kongs were 200 ETH and it was like, unless you were some crazy ass baller, you weren't going to have access to banana. It wasn't going to become one of these like mainstay, blah, blah, blah. There are a lot of people that are going to have, there's 5,500 people that are going to have milk passively generated and thousands more that are going to be earning 500 to 700 a day in this game. All right. This is going to be one of the highest volume coins in all of crypto, I think, early on and wherever it settles. I mean, we all know how these things, if it settled between 20 and 50 cents eventually, it would not surprise me at all. Uh, but early on, with the amount that's going to be burned as people want to play the game early, I could see this rallying to two or three bucks. And I think that's going to drive the price of pets early. Of course, you know, this is that it, uh, we need the game to be fun to play long term for other reasons than money. But in those initial phases, it's the money that acts as your PR machine. Because when you see the games in a wolf game or in a wizard's and dread, that's what gets everyone to FOMO in. That's what gets everyone to go crazy. And I think that's going to happen here with milk and cool pets. So. Yeah, I mean, one of the reasons, like people always go back to Banana and, and Kongs and one of the reasons why it was so successful. But like, you know, 
the Kongs, the, the Genesis Kongs were earning the banana and then you were using those to create the baby Kongs and the baby Kongs were highly desirable as an entrance pass into that community. And what it was doing was creating value for the holders to allow other people into the community by selling their Genesis Kongs. The price of that community, the price of the, the baby Kongs um, dictated the value of the bananas, right? There was that kind of symbi- symbiotic relationship of why banana had any kind of value, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Same thing in kaiju right now. Right. Uh, exactly. If you look at the our waste, it equals exactly what making a baby would be. So whenever these projects are saying we're going to do a token, you got to ask like, why? What What is the right. value proposition behind this token? Is it just so you have something and now you can say, I just generated a hundred thousand of, um, you know, such and such token, or is there going to be used to something? And that's, you know, that's, that's one of the big things like, um, get money is saying like second and third collections on roadmap is a meta that people are looking for in a project. Yeah. I mean, but you also got to remember sometimes people are their own worst enemies in what they want, right? They want something because they think it's going to add value to their lives. But if it's not done methodically, if it's not done carefully, what they're doing is just diluting the membership to the club to the point where everybody feels like it's not special anymore, right? It's got to be done with careful consideration, um, proper deployment, and it's got to be kind of from a project that has a long track record of success. Because if it's not, if, if, Like it would be a red flag to me if a project dropped, I minted it, and then three weeks later, like Prime Ape Planet with Prime Kongs is like, guess what? Another exclusive mint for all our holders. Like I don't want that shit. I'm okay with buying something that I like and letting it ride for a couple of months. You got to be with that. Like Mm -hmm. Bored Apes wasn't worth as much as they were overnight. Crypto Punks were years before they became as valuable as they were. We get so obsessed with this, like, when, 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 now, 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 you guys aren't working. Oh, my God, something was delayed for a week. Delayed for a week? That doesn't fucking mean anything. You know? A week is nothing. Yeah. No, 100%. 100%. And, uh... No, and I just want to answer JRP's question. No, the unless you are an expert or using a bot, I would not even attempt the so, public sale. I, I will say this. Sure. Sorry to cut you off. I, I am under the impression that they went to great lengths to make sure that the contract was not bottable. You have to mint through the website. Gotcha. Um, it's going to be a manual gas war, but it is going to be a fucking gas war. And here's the other thing. Cool pets, sorry. Right. And here's the other thing I'll say is that I expect this contract is you know it is as optimized as humanly possible they've thrown the best talent at it and if you remember you you know if you pushed uh 10,000 guay during that time drop it only charged you like 100 bucks or 200 bucks or something like that so the thing is you got to understand what a gas you know gas wars are risky you can lose everything that you push as far as gas and there's no guarantees so that that's why while it could be one of those situations where you push, you know, 15,000 way and it only charges you a hundred bucks for gas, there's no guarantees. Um, and yeah, so it, well, it, you really want to, unless you are on expert mode, you do not want to attempt this public. It's, it's going to be tough. Yeah. 1900 and, and, available. And, and look like there's, 
like, like you said, the word risk, right? And that's important. There has to be a risk reward proposition to be slamming gas down. And if you lose, you lose. Make sure you factor that into um, your calculations when you're thinking whether or not something's worth it. Uh, because a lot of people say, well, if I just you know hit 1500 Gwei, I'm going to get charged this much, much gas. Um, I'm going to get this NFT that's worth this much. And I'm going to be able to sell it and flip it. You always have to account for the fact that sometimes you end up with nothing and you paid a whole bunch of gas and that can really hurt. And if you have a couple of failed um, minting processes like that, all of a sudden you're looking at just, you know, a lot of of your liquidity being given basically to the miners with uh, no NFTs in hand. Right. So it's it's a risk reward proposition that I don't think a lot of people always take into account whenever there's these high upside returns and you're talking about making several thousand dollars if you're flipping right away uh, for pressing a mint button, there has to be a risk, right? And, and the risk is kind of built in in that regard. Yeah, definitely. So, so you know, we'll see. I, I, I would not attempt this uh, public sale unless you are uh, very yeah. experienced with gas wars. Yeah, James is asking limited funds. Do you recommend Raid Party Heroes or One Cool Pet? Um, I mean, if we're talking like limited funds, like, you know, two ETH, three ETH, I would probably say neither, to be honest with you. I'd focus on new mints if you were that low liquid. If you mean that you have three ETH spare liquid to to use and you don't know what to invest in, say either is a a decent bet here. I, I think Raid Party is at max FUD right now yes. as far as everybody out there thinking it's dead. There's not a real game. These people are out of their mind. There's a very good real game back there. Uh, again, look, execution is what it comes down to. I'm not saying that things can't uh, happen, but I think that Cool Pets is being underestimated as far as how much milk is going to be initially, and Raid Party is being underestimated because of the pervasive FUD due to their delays. So. Yeah. Um, James, yeah, he's saying three ETH spare. I mean, I hate saying this like not financial advice um, because I don't want you to come back and be like, I could have made, you know, this much if I just not listened to you or listened to you with three ETH. Like I wouldn't be touching either of them, to be honest with you. I think that you, you can, uh, you can build liquidity in much better ways at this point, but that, that would just be, you know, my personal opinion. And I agree with you, Rips. You know, here's the thing with Pixelmon. I got, if you want to get into that now, should we even do to Pixelmon now? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's bring up Pixelmon. I mean, it was definitely the uh, the talk of the day yesterday. I was kind of holding it towards the end of the show. Um, this was but, some bullshit, man. Piss me off. I'll tell you. Yeah, go it, for it. Just you start. Go. Well, yeah. you know, we we saw a very cool project called Northern Guild. Okay, these were like little eight bit Vikings that everybody minted. It was a stealth mint. Felt very similar to orcs and like the way they minted, the type of art, what they were trying to do, all this type of stuff. Everybody minted, you know, people FOMO'd in. I forgot what they got to after the mint or whatever. And then they announced the game was nine months away or a year away or something like that. And they crashed and they haven't come back at all. This fucking project did the exact same thing, but they decided to run a Dutch auction. At 3E, that sold out and then dropped the bomb that they're not going to have a game ready in, I don't remember what the exact time Yeah, was. the initial one was like, well, the initial statement was like, yeah, we're like 16 months away from having a game. But because you guys gave us so much money, we might be able to accelerate that by a quarter or two. Yeah. 
And, you know, that this is what's absolutely maddening because, you know, had they said this game is not ready, we're six months out, we're one year out, that Dutch auction isn't selling out anywhere near 3E. I don't even know if it's selling out above 100%. 1E. Okay? So this was this was an obvious ploy to raise as much money as possible while being deceptive. This is this is absolute shite. These people are scumbags. Period. Period. They know. You don't think they sat there and had this, this took us 3 seconds to realize what happened. You don't think we sat here uh, they they had this conversation like oh shit if we tell them it's not ready we're not going to rate even if they have the best intentions. Even if they said to themselves shit we need this $70 million or we're not going to be able to build something that ambitious. You don't fucking lie to your investors to get it. Yeah. And, and, and withholding information is a form of lying too, right? Like if you're intentionally Definitely. not kind of being obvious about uh, how long this is going to take. One of the things that I loved about scenarios, right? When he went out and just said, Hey, look, don't overextend yourself on this. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, we've got building to do. We've got stuff to do. Like we're not stopping now, but like, you know, if, if, if you're going to overextend yourself on lemons, like, please don't. Right. Right. This was, this was three ETH and Dutch auctions are a FOMO tactic, right? You're waiting for those people to kind of start the transactions and you're sitting there with your finger on the trigger going, maybe I should do now. Maybe I should now. And then once you see a couple of pending transactions, you just, your mind just like, I got to send now. Well, here's the thing, right? I mean, Pixelmon's doing fine for themselves. They just raised $72 million on a Dutch auction. Um, but anybody that sold or anybody that bought with the idea that these things were instantly going to moon had their dreams shot down because right after they were like, Oh yeah, by the way, 16 months to, uh, to, to release a game. Like you're not going to have much to do in that time. Boom. Everybody starts selling. There were people that were undercutting the Dutch auction floor on the secondary market because they realized that they were fucked. Right. And you know, for somebody that, you know, has these dreams of grandeur and, you know, we're in a space where there's incredible amounts of opportunity and we see people have these huge, huge wins time after time after time, the raking in money. And sometimes you feel like I need to participate in that too. I need a home run. I'm going to swing for the fences big. Uh, and if you did it on this project, you're in a world of hurt right now because you've just watched a 66% depression in your investment and coming out and saying nothing is going to happen in about nine months. I mean, you're kind of shit out of luck at this point. You ain't selling for, for the mint price anytime soon. Um, and here we are. I think it's a shame because I think the project actually looks great. But looks this is fabulous. Just, it's starting to reek of, um, I think it was Lucas in the DJ Dojo. I mean, he hit the nail on the head. It's starting to reek of the 2017-2018 ICO phase. Give us as much money as you possibly can, and maybe we'll deliver on a project in the future. We're going to build a decentralized Uber. Give us 10 years. Yeah, it's not is... going to be worth anything. But people, including myself at the time, bought into that. This is going to change the world. This is going to be the next big thing. If this could even be worth 20% of what Uber is worth, I'm going to be a fucking billionaire, right? It's that narrative, yeah. you know? And people start saying, oh, Pixelmon's beating Pokemon to the punch. Like, I don't know. Maybe they will, but a bunch of people just got wrecked. Uh, you know, if you were sitting on three and a half ETH liquidity and you just spent three ETH on this, you're, you're shit out of luck. You either got to take your loss or you got to, you know, find more liquidity to infuse into the market because it's certainly not coming back from, from the Pixelmon team. And this is such a good fucking point because yesterday, this was a guarantee 
Okay. This was one. You saw how many followers they have closed discord, hottest news on the street. Whales are into it. All the signs that you would think you would see in a project like this. And, and none of it, it you know, it, if you are going to put a hundred percent of your liquidity into a quote unquote sure thing, it doesn't matter if it works once, twice, three times, this is what's going to happen eventually. And Look at what's coming up now is squiggles, okay? And what really fucking pisses me off with squiggles is it's not people with three ETH that they're tricking, okay? Because three ETH is a lot of money. These are people who are selling stuff that they have to try to raise 0.4 to give to these fucking scam artists for, for a shit project. And you're going to put all your liquidity in it. I don't care if squiggles works out and it's a cook. Eventually, you're going to run into a pixel mine. Never devote all your liquidity to a hype project like this. It's ridiculous. Well, there's yeah, there's a reason why double or nothing is like a, a tactic that people use to get their money in because you can you can flip a coin as many times as you want. You might win seven times in a row. You're going bust eventually if you, if you are putting a hundred percent on the table uh, over and over again, right? And yes, yes, and yes, JVC. I, I'm going to look at long lost. I've been seeing them come up in the in the uh, whale. I actually. I actually have a pulled up. Good, good, good. Yeah, it's been so in the whale watchers it, on And you've, you've mentioned it a couple times, so I appreciate that. Um, uh, can't always get to every project that's mentioned in the chat, but you know, I do appreciate the conversation that you guys are having, especially off to the side. Um, and and uh, Rip, or who was it? Rips is saying Cyber uh, from uh, Pixelmon is saying, lost all his respect after that. He basically went out and said the first 500 minted get something special 10 seconds before the drop, creating FOMO at that breathe price. Um, I mean, yeah, that's shit. You know, you got to you got to lay it all out on the line ahead of time and uh, and just let the market figure it out right before being like, oh, by the way, if you buy this now, like that's that's cheap, shitty used car salesman tactics, right? Yeah, Moe, I cannot tell if you're joking right now because <clears throat> we just talked about liquidity. And if you've heard how we've talked about hate beast for the last three days on this show, I can't tell if you're joking right now. But if you really do own rank 400 and someone will give you more than seven ETH for it, you go take that right now. Uh, yeah, if, uh, if you are new to the show, we have not been overly friendly to hate beast. And if, you know, it's not to fund anyone's bag, it's how that all went down. Anytime a project deliberately sits on a, uh, 80th floor and, and, and delays the reveal inevitably, uh, you know, indefinitely 17 days, they let that thing trade, um, unrevealed. Yeah. And then the reveal was, you know, we've we've talked about it to death. Uh, the reveal was less than stellar, um, and and we are where we are. So, if the key that was here, me, and yes. I found and I, and I held to this point, and I have a rank four hundred, I would be trying to take um, any kind of break even proposition at this point, unless you can get more for it. Then, congrats. Yeah, I, I would assume rank four hundred can get more than seven ETH. I mean, they were at four or five ETH last time I looked. I'm assuming. Rank 700 can get more than, or rank 400 can get more than seven ETH. I would say you would want to take that. Forget what we think about Hate Beast. If 70% of your liquidity is in that project, you need to sell immediately. 
Yeah, that I, I think is a uh, is a great point too. It's not even about the fact that it's tape. If you have a large portion of your liquidity in a project, um, sometimes just taking a win is, is never going to be a bad thing. And then take the spreading win. it out. If, yeah. yeah, if you can get more than seventy, take the win. Go sweep a cheap floor to, to feel good afterwards. I won't even name a floor. Go find a cheap floor of a good project with a good community that is yellow. Uh, Here's. You, you, Yes. Here, here's the other thing that I'm looking at too. If I just pull up Hate Beast, um, the large like above floor sales are few and far between. So if you can pull one of those, or you have like a wet. Was that the 26 one that you saw? I just uh, yeah went by it here. Yeah. With the bananas floating around. Yep. Yeah, I am so convinced that was the that was the team, but we'll see. Clone. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, there's some speculation on that. Yeah. But look. If you could get a crazy amount of ETH for that 400, please go get it. I'm telling you, there's better returns to be had at this point. If you can get 10 ETH for that thing, it's not going to 10x before like 10 other projects we can name for you. Yeah. Again, please just keep in mind that like that is what we would be doing. Like, please don't come back and be like, hey, it's a 10 ETH floor now, you guys. It's not about that. Like, just don't tie up that much of your liquidity into one plan. Announcements are the most dangerous thing in all of NFTs. Sell the news is more applicable in this market than it has ever been in any other market. When HAPE announces whatever they announce on the 13th, unless it's that they partnered with Supreme, these are going to zero. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious, like... As a as a uh, um, as a, a thought experiment, and and free market kind of just said it there. What announcement do you think that they could have um, that they could come out with that would move the floor um, favorably in that period of time? You know, like what in, in your mind? Like in this, I'm not I'm not saying you should ask us or anything, but whenever you're hearing about an announcement, think to yourself like, what could they possibly say that will um, really really take this thing to the next level? Because if it's we're developing metaverse 3D characters, it ain't gonna move the needle. Um, if it's uh, like artifact, be like, oh by the way, Nike just bought us, boom. <laughs> Like off to the races. I have said this. Think like, what are the odds of something like that happening? What are the odds right. of Supreme partnering with Hate Beast, a project Instead that of has, yeah, and a project that has the ears clipping through the hat, right? Like, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying. So, in your own mind, when you're weighing out risk reward, think about what are the odds that they're going to come out with an announcement that's really going to be a positive EV thing for this. As free market said, sell the news in this market is uh, is often um, more applicable than any other market. So, um, but again, I appreciate you asking. Yeah, thank you, Moe. I I I, I think you've probably made a very good trade there, given what I'm seeing. I think you could probably get more than seven ETH for that fabulous trade. I think there is no longevity in this project. So if you were holding for longevity, I think that's a mistake. I have contended the whole time. This floor price is so bizarre to me that the only explanation is they've partnered with Supreme. <laughs> like that, The only reason these could possibly be this price is because we're going to find out they partnered with it. If we came in in two days and, and that was the announcement, I would not be shocked at all. I just talk about, you know, repeatable processes. This is where we're traders. We are mitigating risk, repeatable processes. The amount of times that that happens compared to the amount of times it's just a nothing burger announcement that screws you. You know, it's just, well, hey, like I said, if you, if you got a profit on this and it's a good trade, I think there's much better trades out there to be made with that 7 yeah. to 10 years. 
And if you're sitting on 70% liquidity, remember every time you deploy 70% liquidity, you have to rely on them partnering with Supreme. <laughs> right. Right. Like that, that has to be the play. Every single time that you do that, they have to have some kind of announcement or some kind of partnership or some kind of big th- card ace up their sleeve that is going to move the, the needle. Um, that much, right? That you know, and in, in, in all honesty, if you're somebody that's sitting on a hundred ETH um, uh, of a liquidity or two hundred ETH of liquidity, these are the kind of plays that you can take. You will see people move in, thinking that you know they'll take mm-hmm. the the outsized chance that yeah. there is um, an announcement and they'll throw ten ETH at it because they can afford to lose that. But I mean, you you know, if 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 you think to yourself, if this went to zero right now, how would I feel? Act accordingly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be, uh, that would be my take on it. Um, I also saw somebody before we get into, um, the long loss, I am so sorry about this, uh, fire alarm situation, (laughs) but, um, somebody was saying that we haven't given much love to pixel pets. That's actually true. Uh, with, um, cool pets, raid party, all of that stuff going down, pixel pets kind of got lost in the wind, but I guess they did go through their uh, minting process too. And uh, I completely slipped under my radar, but it's sitting at a Look point at these are too. You know which yeah. egg I want, right? I want a water egg. I'm in a water mood this year. Oh, look at these. Look at these. The water tiger. Yeah, these look good. This was, uh, I mean, they released their little uh, Pixelverse project um, or uh, the, Pixelverse video, and it looked amazing. Yeah, sorry. Bring, in, bring, bring up, up the what? cool pet. Bring up the cool pet egg and then put it next to that Pixelverse egg. Um, yes. <laughs> nice. Like, come on. All right. Like, let's, you know, come on, cool cats. Step your egg game up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the kaiju egg egg was legendary. If you guys remember the pre-reveal kaiju egg, you know, come on. You could have been, I don't know. We need to do a a show on the the top ranked eggs (laughs) of the NFT space for the last 12 months. Love the Pixel Pets cutter. I think uh, R2 and I are both picking one up off secondary uh, after the show here. Yeah, point three floor. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. Sappy Seals was the beneficiary of a great run um, with the announcement of this. Everybody seemed to be so excited for this. And I don't know if it just... Hi, Bob. The alarm's scaring my dog. Um, Everybody seemed to be so excited with this. But again, with with Pixelmon going down, Raid Party going down, Cool cool Pets going down, I I mean, maybe they just kind of took a back seat. This seems like a, a pretty decent opportunity. I want to really like look into this universe too, because this is a team that has clearly been building while uh, Sappy Seals has just been out there. They've been fostering the community, and all of a sudden they are just kind of back with a vengeance. Um, so you know what? Let's um, let's make it a point to kind of you know bump our heads together today and and do a little bit of a deeper dive into Pixelverse, and we'll talk about it tomorrow on the show a little bit deeper. I don't want to just like click through a website and just say, oh yeah, this looks cool. Right, um, but uh, yeah, yes. if you have time, we'll do that. We'll we'll even talk about it tomorrow evening on our P two E spaces. We'll That's right. Little, yeah, we'll make some yeah. time for it. Yeah, another P two E game, and uh, you know they have a lot of cool stuff. I have slowly been looking at it. They have a again. You you talk about the utility of a token and what you're adding. They have this little metaverse thing going on. You can buy items for it and different different things. Right, like those are good sinks of um, a token good uses so excited about that thoughts on clonex we have talked about clonex so much i don't even know what that floor is right now um we're gonna finish off with uh oh god what was the last Love thing we were gonna talk about 
Love yeah. Clonex, love Artifact, love Nike. They should have never been doubted. They're still being doubted. That is a that is a blue chip in the making. That is revolutionizing the metaverse. What we understand is NFTs. People don't even remotely understand where that's going. And in relation to the Azuki floor, no, I'm not surprised it's holding 10. I was surprised it got to 17, said it was a short. Uh, sell your Azukis when it got to nine. I said it was a buy. I don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon, but I don't expect them to get too much lower. You know, if, if macro took a big dip and then all NFTs fell, could they get to six or seven? Sure. I think they're too loved, too universally owned. But remember, crypto Twitter is a bunch of anime nerds. I mean, it doesn't speak to me, but it speaks to a lot of these people. So they, they like this. They identify with it. Generative Dungeon. Thank you, Cambo. That was the last thing that I kind of had uh, queued up. My tabs are a mess today. Um, this was uh, this was pretty incredible, actually. I think yesterday it went up to like point uh, one point four or something like that. It was a point one mint. Very cool project where you you know you have these games um, that you can actually play right on OpenSea. I actually saw some people on Twitter being like, "If you can get the high score on my Generative Dungeon, I'll give away." this nft or whatnot very very cool stuff also cambo i noticed that you said earlier in the show that gary v um left you bag holding with something i'm not sure which one you were uh we're talking about but let me know about about that but um man chat is moving a lot faster than it normally does today 75 people thank you so much um Generative dungeons pumped to like three ETH because Gary V bought one. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that that's the thing, right? Like as soon as Gary V buys something, it does send a signal to everyone else that they need to be holding it. Gary V is somebody that definitely has a lot of influence on the market still in that regard. Um, I would be very, very cautious of buying late into that rally. Like if you see Gary V tweeting about something and it was like a minute ago and you're feeling a little frisky and you want to take some risk, like you can get in there. If it was like two hours into the pump, like you're, you're, um, you're playing a dangerous game. Like Gary V has shit loads of money. He doesn't care if he buys something for 0.5 ETH or one ETH or two ETH and it goes up or down. I mean, he is putting it in his vault, um, and sitting on it indefinitely. Like, Again, we talk about liquidity plays and where your situation is versus somebody else. And everybody has a different situation. You can't play the same game that Gary Vee is playing. And you can't play the same game um, that somebody with 200 ETH of liquidity is playing. You have to work within your own confines. So I, I guess, I mean, be careful about that stuff, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. Free Market, do you have any thoughts about Generative Dungeon? FMC. It's I, I love generative <laughs> dungeon. Uh, I think it's awesome. It, this is so cool. Yeah, you could play right there in the uh, in the game, and a lot of whales and important people love it. That's my favorite sign. Uh, I'm getting to buy something. So yeah, I think it's a buy. I think legend maps are one of the most sl people. People look at a legend map and they don't understand it. That's your greatest opportunity. This is going to be, legend maps is going to be a P2E. It is largely owned by Pranksy, who loves to fund gigantic LPs when he has giant bags in the project. To sleep on legend maps is hilarity to me. Uh, I saw some dojo members selling theirs yesterday. Oh, <laughs> thank God we got the pump. I could finally get rid of mine. I cannot oh, did it wait. Did it yesterday? 
Uh, from like 0.13 to 0.2 or so. Otto talks about them. Every time Otto mentions gotcha. them, they come. Uh, but I am so looking forward to the cope, uh, the, the, the amounts of copium that will be imbibed upon these uh, blasting through one ETH very soon. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. hey, look, Cambo's saying should have taken the life changing money. Anytime that you're staring down the barrel of something that you think is life changing money, it probably is. And maybe you should take it. And that's just my like personal thought. It's the dilemma that I think a lot of board ape holders, um, you know, that minted or bought at point three or bought at three face every day. Right. Like that, that multifaceted idea of does this go higher can i leave my friends do i want to do it so i mean ask yourself when you're when you're thinking about that like what is the benefit of holding versus taking that money right now you know i I don't know it's hard it's it's not easy i'm not saying that like definitively you should but if you ever feel like something is life-changing money it probably is yeah gary v does like the swamp first he does have a lot of those yeah, yeah. Some random shit. Those crypto skulls, man. I, I, whatever they he were. He bought another one the other day. Yeah, he just keeps loading up on them. I don't he, know what the he, fascination I with mean, that is. But you know, and that's what it is, right? We all grow up with different life experiences, different things appeal to us. And uh, this guy just likes what he likes. What he is likes there? The crypto skulls. He um, likes the alien friends. He doesn't like the lemons. What are we going to do? There's <laughs> nothing we could do about that. For any of the uh, the Alpha Mint uh, Moon Lounge pass holders, uh, the restream link is up in the AM show chat. For uh, for anybody that's new here, you know we 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 run a Discord um, called Alpha Mint. Uh, we have a pass up on OpenSea, and you know one of the perks is uh, you get to come up here and and chat with us if you want to. Um, and we also take the uh, or we're going to start trying to take the show um, back to Discord a little bit more frequently. We get very busy. But uh, we're working on ways to make that more of a regular occurrence. So if anyone wants to come up, I, if Cass is listening, I haven't seen him in the chat today. Cass uh, has the day off today. I already talked to him. He's he's uh, he's taking the day off. Is he? Oh, did mm-hmm. you, you you spoke to him? I spoke to him. Oh, okay. Everything's good. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I mean. If anybody else wants to talk about anything, I'll throw some music on. We'll just chill for, you know, maybe another half an hour and uh, and see what happens. Maybe not even that. But uh, Shubs, GM, you are late today. Not that I was going to say, oversleeping. I must have been out partying last night. You lied to me. Cass is here. Oh, my God. GM Cass. We've got the G- D-Gen hot plate going on. Cass and Josh. <laughs> I think it was a social engineering. GM, can you hear me? I've got a take. Yeah, we can hear you. Little, little static. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You're good. Yeah. Someone Sorry, DM I'm, me. I'm, I'm not uh, feeling 100%. Uh, oh, well, yeah, man. Appreciate you. Welcome. Yeah, I'm on my mobile phone, so I, it, it might cut out a little bit. I love you too. I, I, I know you're I know you're resting today. I didn't think you were going to come up because you had told me you were resting. I already told the whole audience. Cass is taking the day off, taking a him, oh, a him day. I, I was I was going to take a day off, but then I was listening to you guys on my PC um, whilst I'm in bed, and um, yeah, like um, I just had to get on and say hi, really. Although I'm not 100, percent but hey, oh, how's it going, guys? Pretty good. Uh, we're great, man. How about you? 
Oh, you're not feeling 100%. Yeah. Oh, I guess, okay, maybe at best. You got your Star Wolf yesterday, though. <laughs> yeah, damn right. I got my Star Wolf yesterday. Oh, my God. <laughs> loved it. Absolutely you, loved it. You were very hyped. It matched your, your car, you were saying, and it was a clean-looking boy there. It, do, you, oh, do you know what? It was, it was mad because... Obviously, I, I, I wrapped the um, I wrapped BM BMW in a lemon color. Lemon color mm-hmm. to get a wolf that was unreal. It was unreal. Um, I'm, I'm so honored to, to. I love my baby, baby now. That is literally my little baby. I've got to turn this. I've got to. It's a beauty. Congrats. Oh, thank Josh, you so much, Josh. Oh, no problem, man. I was so excited for you when I saw that. That's just like great stuff. Yeah. Good things. And GM, Thank everybody. You. GM. Oh, so yeah. got the Discord notifications going. <laughs> Joshua, is that you? Oh, not me. Not me, man. I'm on, I'm on mobile. Wow. No, no notifications here. I'm <laughs> notification free. I live that life. <laughs> notification free. <laughs> no, the notifications was my, was my laptop. So I've seems like your stream is having con- yeah mm. it's because i'm on my mobile phone fun um the one thing i was gonna say or 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 talk about really was um pixel pets yeah um now i, I don't know i was initially i minted two um and then i sat down and i sold both of mine i think at 0.39 to to pay for my cool pet you know, uh, mm-hmm. um, and the and the reason I did normally I just huddle. Uh, I really just huddle what something I like. But I don't know with Pixel Pet. I might be wrong in this, but a lot of the um, a lot of the comp uh, a lot of the projects that they're associated with, apart from Sappy Seals, I, I weren't really convinced. So um, I I sold mine to get my cool pet, and um, I'm probably gonna buy back in. If it goes to like 0. 0.2, 0. 0.25, and it's it's heading down that direction already. So I think that was my play with Pixel Pet, uh, and I think with Pixel Pets they 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 put so much they, there's so much going on with Pixel Pets, you know that I thought how long will it really take you to to implement that? Um, because I haven't set a date when the games are, but compared to Cool Pets on the 10th, Milk's going to be ready and the game's going to be ready. So, um, yeah, that was my take on, on Pixel Pets. It was, um, it just seemed like they had a lot going on and to execute that seems a bit tricky for now anyway. Um, whereas Cool Pets just seem like they're ready to go. So, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's a fancy website. It looks good. I, I think that's a great. Uh, I think that's a great take to, um, you know, maybe if if the the pixel pets continues to depress a little bit because there's uh, more of a, a further outlook on it, um, maybe there's a, a a way you can kind of do it, right. Like it's cool pets now, pixel pets later. But I gotta say, if there's one thing that I have been impressed on is this team has just continued to to build and develop and, and grow their ecosystem throughout this time, right? So, um, a, 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 a sappy seals that is a team with that kind of um, you know, 
ambition and and continued success, I, I think is a, a probably a pretty good team to be uh, to be betting on. I love the Sappy yeah. Seals community. Yeah, they're they unreal. Great community members. My God. Shit. Yeah, no, they're unreal because it mm. was it was it was those members that actually they they gave me a whitelist spot. It was a nice. member that that said, "Cass, like, do you want to get in?" And I was like, "Really?" And how are you going to do that? He goes, oh, don't worry about it. I'll just put you on the whitelist. And I was like, wow, okay then. You know, but there, there were so many parallels with cool cool pets, with cool pets and pixel pets. So many comparisons that, I don't know, it just made me feel uh, a bit funny about it. I mean, even like the water, air, water, air, grass and uh, <laughs> fire. Uh, eggs which was right the same right you know um even sappy seals uh producing pixel which is at 0.14 um like 14 cents at the moment a token they actually uh, have a token gonna, already huh. yeah 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 they've already got a token they, they've been um sappy seals have been making pixel token um which is coming how at many, 14 cents how many do they make a day i'm not 100 percent sure I'm not 100 sure. I know kaiju's make about 25 bucks a day. Orcs make about 32 dollars a day. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, 100. Yeah, greatest um, greatest NFT place in the world. Greatest NFT community in the world. Star Wars. Stroke <laughs> Alpha Mint. No, it's true, man. Ow. Like, fuck it. Ow. Yeah, all day. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, when I when I kind of when I kind of look at it, like from a, from an outside perspective, it, it, it's it's. Tr- I think it's true. Like Star Wars, the way that they've done it, superb. Um, the way that Alpha Mint over the past four months. They've just been phenomenal. You, you know, people talk about great alpha rooms and the rest of it. I'm sorry, we're already in one. And um, <laughs> it's true. So it's true. true. So Come true, on, though. Man. It really is. Do you know what I mean? Like, I hear kaijus and this and that. No, fuck that shit, man. Alpha Mint, going to the top. Then Star Wars, blue chip. I will keep saying Star Wars will be blue chip. And it's just simply because of the community and the way the community run. Yeah, it's 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 unlike you know we talk about sappy seals being a great community or lemons being a great community. No, fuck that. Star Wolves. My, I my words. With you. That Discord is amazing. Honestly, like I, you know, I I, to, I to, wish I had more time to like hang out in it on a regular basis because the vibes are good. Uh, here's, here's another one on a random just to show that it's being talked about. Um, Star Wars was being talked about in Habibis. Right? <laughs> I kid you not, because you know with Habibis, they they want they 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 sell their whitelist to their members. Right. 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 Now, and there was talk in the Alpha Hunters area. How are we gonna get Star Wars whitelist? How are we gonna get <laughs> Star Wars whitelist? And I said to them, listen, dude, like you can try, man. These guys don't, these guys don't, they don't sell whitelist for, for people. Yeah. You I don't even know how to get whitelists, to be honest. I don't even know how to get whitelists. I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Oh, I'm no. I've known these guys since the big cloud days, man. And I, I can't even, I can't even I get know. in there. This is, it's hardcore. I work for the company it's... and I, I can't get away. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, this is what I was saying to them. I was saying, guys, listen, yeah, you need to graft and learn how to write stories, innit? If you look and write a hundred different stories, yeah, you'll probably get a hundred different whitelists, but you're going to have to do the stories first. And they were like, but, but, but I was like, well, that's the way it is, dude. That's the way you build a community. You don't just fucking sell your whitelist like every other Tom, Dick and Harry. This is a blue chip fucking NFT. You can't buy whitelist off a blue chip NFT. Or else you would have been able to buy whitelist off cool pets. And guaranteed you weren't able to do that. <laughs> so, no. yeah. They yeah, very no. so, I know. Ex- you know, so, mm. yeah. Let me ask you guys this, because I know a couple of people wanted to talk about it. And uh, I don't know if you've been in on it. I know, Cass, you... Uh, you 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 find a lot of projects and you take a look at a lot of things and I know Josh loves his uh his degen plays as well. I shouldn't call it a degen play. But um have you guys seen this the long lost that uh minted a couple days ago? The long lost? No, I haven't. I know it's, they it's look it's crazy just sorry to cut you off free market, just because like I, I mean there's so much stuff happening on a daily basis. But yeah, go ahead. They look like what? Hey there. Hello. Hello. Who? Oh, me. Yeah, what yeah, was yeah. I talking yeah. about? No, you oh, were they look like, like um, Jack Skellington from uh, from Tim Burton. Yeah, I remember for Christmas they oh. got Jack Skellington vibes. I like I them. Have... I think they're cool art. Mason from Alien Friends Ooh. gave a grip of them. They look cool. I uh, shout out to anyone who minted these. Great cook too. Looks like they're sitting at comfortable five x right. Now. Yeah, so these wow. went live uh, 0.04 for the uh, pre-sale, 0.05 for the actual public mint. That's a nice little uh, price difference. It's not too aggressive. Sometimes those splits get pretty nasty. Um, you know, if it's if somebody was able to mint for half the price of the public sale and whatnot, it kind of gets a, a little iffy on how that can go down. Twenty percent um, tends to be about standard. I've yeah, seen with good projects seem- taken care. Mm. Seems very comfortable. They have some nice branding. Mm-hmm. It's a you know, unique style. I love the uh, the comparison to Jack Skeleton. I think you're uh, you're spot on with that. But um, yeah, shit. And can I, I, I point mean, out something? That, can I point out something that JCV is pointing out in the chat? No marketing. Yeah. Six thousand followers yeah. on Twitter on Mint Day, waiting yeah. for the public to go. Wow. These are the projects you want to look for. Somebody asked about squiggles earlier in the <laughs> chat. I think if you spend 0.4 on a squiggles, you need your head check. That is a cash grab. <laughs> Those guys are scam artists. This is bullshit art that they stole. Okay, I thought it was rushed out art they conceived in two weeks. Apparently, it was. It's been stolen. Do not. Yep. I mean, again, whitelist arbitrage. If you have whitelist, watch the Dutch auction. If the Dutch auction sells out at one ETH, you're likely going to have an easy ARB opportunity at 0.4. Don't have Uncle FMC tell you not to make your ETH. Go make your ETH. If you're asking about whether this is a long-term hold, no. This is a this is a scam project, and I'm talking about squiggles. Okay, the squiggles are a scam project and <laughs> i would the only reason to buy that whitelist is if you watch the dutch auction which is going to have thank god at the very least they're doing the dutch auction before the pre-sale at least they have half a head you know on their body that they're doing this but you'll be able to see whether it's worth to me if it sells out at 0.5 don't mint your pre-sale i'm not sure there's going to be anything left for you by the time uh, you mint you mint and sell so just watch the dutch auction 
if you're looking for that whitelist arb, uh, I would not get anywhere near that that Dutch auction from a public buying standpoint. It's terrible art, uh, and these guys are opportunists. Period. Yeah. Um, J- JCV is saying, you know, when uh, when he messaged it yesterday, it was a point zero eight pre-reveal. Always a great sign to see a project have um, a post-reveal pump rather than a pre-reveal pump. Like like you said, it's not all about the Twitter metrics. It's not all about the Discord metrics. These, you know, they they went ahead. They were able to mint out anyways. It's you know. So many projects trying to just get, they need big numbers on Twitter. We have to get these numbers up, blah, 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 blah. They went ahead, you know, they had conviction in their art, which I think is really cool. You know, they were sitting there for just above floor price. And we can go back to a couple of other projects that sat just above floor price um, pre-reveal. Lemon Friends, Cool Mans, and Alien Friends. I think we're Lemon almost Friends all in that boat. 7,000 people in their Discord yeah. when they minted for a 10,000 people. Do you know how many people were like, bro, uh, can this even work? Right? Like, if you're just a marketing business guy and you're like, I have 500 widgets to sell in your head, you're like, well, I'd better get 1,500 customers lined up because who knows who's actually going to buy and go, you know, you try to pump you. You want to be way above. You want to have three times what your mint is so that you definitely mint out. Those are the projects to look for, okay? If you see good art, a passionate community, and a small Discord, those are your diamonds in the rough. And it looks like some people had it here with long loss because this was not on my radar. These look great. They're in uh, a current cook. They are cooking as we speak. And good on you if uh, if you minted these. Th- Ooh, cool 101 there, huh? Yeah. What is that, Goku or something? Yeah, yeah, it looks like that kind of style. No, I, honestly, I would rather have 2,000 people in a Discord that I know all want to be there and are all going to mint. Because keep in mind, if you're doing a 10,000-piece project, you're doing five max per mint, and you have 2,000 people that all are rabid, diehard fans of, mm-hmm. of this project and are going to mint that, well, you've minted out just on those 2,000 people. I mean, obviously not 100% of them are going to mint or max mint or blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, the point goes to show you don't need 200,000 people in a Discord or on Twitter to mint out a 10,000 PFP project. And the other thing, too, is most of those people are riding that hype train because they want that quick flip. Well, it goes up and it goes down and then you get left with like a hate beast situation. Whereas you look at Alien Friends, that thing skyrocketed to 4 ETH because they had a small group of loyal people that believed in that project. And you know what people who believe in a project don't do? They don't sell. Right. right? That is locked up in there because you have these people that are starting from a very low buy-in point that believe in the project and they say, why would I sell? I barely invested any money in this. But then you get these projects that are asking for 0.5 ETH per mint, one ETH per mint, and you have all of these people that might have overextended themselves and they say, I have to get out. I cannot leave this liquidity tied in. I'm going to sell for whatever I can to make sure that I'm not getting absolutely fucked. And that's why you see Pixelmon mint at three ETH on a Dutch auction and immediately be sold for 2.8 ETH. And this is why I'm so much more bullish on something like Little Lemon Friends than Alien Friends. And again, I love both projects, but Little Lemon Friends has just been a slow, organic grind that's bottom left to top right. 
There's never they don't have they didn't have the insane hype psych. I mean, they had one Saturday where some influencers bought and and it got frothy or whatever. But they've never gone through an insane hype cycle. They don't have professional marketers on staff. It's just a slow organic build. And that's why I'm so much more bullish on it because the people in that community don't want to sell their lemons because they want to be part of the lemons. And that's not to say you need a lemon to be part of the community. We welcome all, but look at Bored Apes. The only reason Bored Apes are 100 ETH is because a lot of these guys don't want to lose their friends by selling. Okay, no. I know that sounds harsh, but in reality, it's like you're, you're no longer in the gated part of the Discord. You no longer get to where it is your PFP. You're going to feel like you're out of the club. Cool cats are 12 ETH because people don't want to lose their friends. All right. This is this is a very powerful thing. It's it takes the most powerful aspects of social networking and combines it with trading. Yep. Ooh, baby. Yep. Well, and, and and that's a great point because you know the original reason why Bored Apes got to where they were was because all of those people it it you know, maybe you want to call it the anti-punk. All of these people were priced out of that crypto punks community. They were looking at this profile picture project and they wanted one of their own. And they, you know, chose Board Apes to rally around. But that's how that community formed. And, I, you know, any community that is looking like that because they want their own niche. They want their own, you know, social media platform. Like Free Market said, they want to be able to interact with that. You get these gated discords where you have to hold one. The second that you sell it, you're out. You got to say goodbye. <laughs> Yep. Right. Yep. That's powerful. Yeah. Maybe you have a group text message with them, but it's not the same, right? Like, <laughs> no, it just doesn't work that way. So, again, think it'll about get even why more people pronounced. are holding. Yeah. It'll get even more pronounced in the metaverse. Just wait. I mean, this is meta. Yeah, this is metaverse beta. Just wait until it feels like you live. Just wait till you literally are kicked out of the club, like like the physical fucking club, because you don't have your NFT. Right. I mean, this is not. Uh, this is not to be underestimated. It's why I think apes are going to a million bucks. Period. Million dollar floor incoming, everybody. It's the uh, it's going to be the uh, the you know the Bugatti of um, of yeah. NFT communities, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to be the Maidstone Country Club in the Hamptons of NFT. You know who, I think that's an even more apt analogy. You know who else get together and hang out? Ferrari yeah. owners, right? Right. Bugatti yep. owners. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. People who own luxury watches. Big uh, group thing. They nerd out over these watches. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's it's mm -hmm. powerful. Um, yes. Yeah, so Goonies. Do you guys mean goons? Uh, crypto goons. We love the goons. Uh, I don't know if you you guys are saying goonies in the chat. I didn't know if you meant crypto goons. We love the crypto goons. No, I'm not. There's a there's a there's a oh there's there is NFT project called goonies. Yeah. Oh, oh oh oh. We don't know it, man. We've been throwing a lot of projects at us. We, like that long, long. You know, I think about this. There's so many. There's so many bad ones, true. But there's also so many good projects that sneak under the radar. I love it. I also want to say long lost. This, perfect example. Yeah, perfect, perfect example, and. Star catchers. This is why I'm so bullish on that. Like they are purposely keeping their commitment. This is the you, this is the perfect combination of unforced hype and a community trying to stay small. Okay, like like if that Discord opened, they'd be at two hundred thousand. That is how desirable and hyped this project is. Not by their own doing at all. Just organic. Like they are keeping the hordes away from the gate to try to create something special 
That is so rare. That is so, so, so rare. For sure. And it's legit too, man. I've tried every trick in, uh, that I have <laughs> to try to get on that whitelist. Yeah, everything I can do, I've tried it. it is, oh, and man. here's the it's thing: like you're, it's hard. You're trying to get in there. You're trying to get on the whitelist, but they're not <clears> explicitly <throat> saying dance for me, right? Like, no. Is that there's no level. you know? I, and actually, I had this tweet pulled up that I, I wanted to share, and I was kind of trying to figure out a good time to fit it in. But um, uh, I, I think it's very apt to this uh, this conversation, and I'm gonna have to try and find it in my there it is. Um, you know, this guy just says, "Congrats to all the poor souls who grinded their hearts out one month of grind to level 50 on Discord and gain 0.3 ETH profit. So what, a thousand dollars loss, mental health, physical." health final bit of hope on these grind to win whitelist projects this is for meta eagle club uh that was a 0.35 mint and is sitting at 0.69 i guess as of this tweet um but level 50 on discord i'm being i'm seeing is something like thirty thousand messages what community are you forming when you're making people spend send thirty thousand messages in that discord i'm not being funny i'll tell them to fuck off Oh, I didn't even have it. <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna, give me one second. Keep going. Yeah, no, I, I was going to say that. And then um, talking about random projects and random celebrities, have you heard Johnny Depp's mint price for his wonderful art? Yeah, it was like 0. 0.6 or something. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, it was 0. 0.6. Is it like a, just, is it like a nine hundred supply? What's what's the supply on this thing? I'm not even sure, dude. All I know, Johnny Depp has just decided to take on art, as we were talking about. He even dressed up for the occasion. And <laughs> we do that again. We do uh, best dressed celebrities. Uh, we should do that at the end of the year. But it's 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 a, it's another thing, isn't it? It's like he's relying on. He's relying on his status. I don't even think his art is all that, to be fair. But he's relying on his status. No, it's, 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 not, it's not cool, man. He is cool. I, I like him. I thought Oh Shiny released a great thread yesterday. I'll see if I can pull it up and post it in the general chat in the Alpha Men Discord. But he talked about the different types of teams. Uh, Anon pseudonymous doxed celebrity and overhyped okay and uh-huh. he wasn't saying one is better than the other he gave you the qualities to look for in each team that would make a successful product project that would make a good team and i loved his point was that people are sitting here arguing over what is basically a vanity metric of whether somebody is docs, whether somebody is height, whether it's a, every model and every situation can work. You just have to look for certain things. And that's why I thought his thread was really great. Oh, shiny is a very, very smart, uh, capable dude. Shout out. What did I miss? I was talking about a thread. Oh, shiny did yesterday that almost spoke to a lot of stuff we were talking about in regards to docs teams versus undocs, but he talked about the different types of teams, anon, doxed, uh, overhyped, et cetera, and just told you the quality, the good qualities to look for. Like if they're a celeb, 
let me try to pull up the thread so I don't misquote him. But he didn't say that you shouldn't buy a celeb project or you shouldn't buy an Anon product. He said, if you are in a project where this is, these are the type of people who are running it, these are the good qualities to look for so you know it's a good project. I really liked how he framed that because in reality, any type of team can make a really great NFT project. That's but there are going to be universal qualities in those teams, depending on the type they are, that will help you guide which ones are a buy and hold uh, or not. So I thought that was a great thread based on that. Yeah, we should uh, yeah. Make, make sure you send that a link to me. Maybe we'll go Do over it, it to, on yeah, tomorrow's right show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it tomorrow's show. We'll, we'll feature. I love that idea. We we often talk about red flags to look for, um, but maybe you know sometimes we need to look at what are the th- great things that projects are doing too, right? That are subtle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? It's, it's yeah. also like a reminder that it's not all like black and white in this space. Like mm-hmm. we, right. we, I think we're 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 definitely drawn to universal statements in this space because the stakes can be so high. Mm-hmm. But like when it comes down to it, there are going to be really good, really successful celebrity projects out there. As much as we all hate the celebrity <laughs> that comes into the NFT space, you know, like it'll it'll eventually happen. It's good to know what to and, look for. And listen, he said the celeb projects, celebrities have powerful brands, but are they here for a cash grab or are they here to, here to build something that lasts? Look for them to be one, students hungry to learn. Two, accessible connects with the community. Three, enduring. Will they stand the test of time? So he's showing you exactly what you should look for if a project is a celebrity project. And we could think back to a few where this was the case and some where it was not. I like that idea. Yeah. I like that idea of accessibility because it's such a such a powerful yeah. part of the uh, community building Period. in, this, in yep. this space, right? Um, but you also have to look at the level of accessibility. I mean, if you're if you're inviting ten thousand people and you're gonna, it, it's hard to give ten thousand people good access to something, right? That's why I actually thought that the Coachella NFT that was dropping on Solana was actually pretty cool because they were only doing ten of them. That's a very achievable number. I think it's one of the pitfalls of uh, 888's you know, promise of changing 8,888 people's lives and giving them generational wealth and all of that stuff, right? That's a lot of fucking people to do that. If he had said 888, hindsight, you know, I think that would have made a lot more sense. And now he's opening it up to more. Um but uh, but you know that access that you know being able to provide for those people ten people totally doable a hundred people pretty doable a thousand people a little bit more tricky ten thousand people not gonna fucking happen you don't have enough hours in the day to give access to that many people other than you know standing in front of them all and saying look at me you can go to a concert for that though you can go to a concert and stand there and be one of ten thousand people you're not getting any extra access that anybody else is having. Think about the size of a team you need to manage any 10,000 person event or organization, right? Like any of them in the world. You, the team you need for something like that is in the hundreds. And Ooh, if you uh, transition uh, that to this space, yeah. I, I would like to differ on that one in terms of, um, in terms of events and numbers. Um, there's some people that can handle... Okay. Um, I The last time I held a major... Um, a major event um there was a team of four of us and we handled over five thousand people 
Mm-hmm. So it is it is doable. You know, it depends you on the type really... of event, the you know what the expectation yeah. of being there is, and like to Josh's point, like it does take a lot of manpower to handle that. I mean, the one th- big thing is that at least with uh, like a metaverse concept, is that you're not as worried about physical security, right? I mean, your processes and and programming and whatnot can handle the uh, the door, I would think. But yeah, I mean, I, it's a it's a great point on both ends. And I, I was going to say another thing as well in terms of celebrities. Um, the majority of celebrities who do enter into the space, it's not really the majority, not all of them. It, it seems like it's their team that's bringing them into the space, not necessarily them. Um, not all, but the majority, I would say. And um, my honest belief is, my honest belief is that celebrities are all going to change um in this space so i can see in the next year let's say that fmc and yourself r2 and fmc will be celebs within the space you know um as the space grows no i'm I'm being honest because it's the information and 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 the knowledge and the growth because i mean we've seen it from four months within four months how far you guys have gone yeah and the space is only what a quarter of a million let's say a million people at tops so as the 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 further that this metaverse play grows i think i think there's going to be new celebrities there's going to be new people in the space um that are going to take over these conventional celebrities I think there's definitely going to be a Venn diagram where it's that it's not going to be um, traditional celebrity is instant celebrity in Web3. Absolutely. There's going to be some that get it right. Um, Like, I'm not sure what kind of celebrity you want to call him, but Keith Grossman's a great example of of somebody, you know, from a, a traditional market that really gets this market and is doing the, you know, good things to integrate himself into it. But yeah, there's, there's going to be ones that, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say even like Snoop. Yeah, Snoop, great Snoop, example. Yeah, you know, Snoop is really kind of, he believes in the in the concept and he's in the concept, you know, but there's not going to be many like him, I don't think. Because Paris they don't Elton, understand I think it. Is a good example of it. I see yes. talking about Johnny Depp. I don't know that that's a good example of it. I don't have a, don't have a track record with it. We love the Paris Hilton. Or, yeah, Paris Hilton. Or is it we yeah, love definitely. the Paris Hilton? <laughs> you said that with such... um. Such conviction. No, <laughs> I, I, how much so do you love deep really emotion? I uwu, I uwu her. Hey, Aww. look, I mean, she's she's done an incredible job to maintain she's her celebrity, though. and um, you know, maybe some of the the I'm air quoting reality TV shows that uh, she was on. You're still portraying a character, and you know, a, a certain element of. Uh, surrealism i don't know whatever you know she's a smart person she's built her own brand and yeah maybe you know had a bit of a head start being the heiress to a hotel chain and whatnot but i mean it's pretty hard to discount what she's done since then because it wasn't a flash in the pan celebrity like a lot of those people were in the late 90s and early 2000s i agree i totally agree true true Hey guys, d- random topic I'm going to throw in here. Um, I've been thinking a little bit about uh, milk with the Cool Pets release. Mm-hmm. Just the oh, concept yeah. of these NFTs that kind of have this potential to be to have some kind of consistent earnings behind them. 
I think that's like one of the big factors when we talk about people using a lot of their liquidity to go in on one thing. Of, of course, not financial advice, yada, yada, yada. But like, I do think if you're the kind of person that you know, you know yourself well enough to know you're going to buy and hold something and you're going to get stuck in it, looking at things that have some of that, you know, have Zug tied to them or have whatever Evo Snails has tied to them or whatever all these other projects have tied to them. It's probably not a bad idea because then at least you're going to be able to extract a little bit of liquidity from it as you're holding. Assuming Evo scales, there's a name I haven't heard in a while. This is why I said I don't, don't underestimate people with cool cats wanting to sell one at least of their cool pets. It's the way to get money out of your cool cat without having to sell it. This is how you yield on your instrument without having to get rid of it. I'm in complete agreement with you. Do you know gem.xyz uh, there? Uh, gem.xyz, yeah. Sorry, I was uh, muted. Yeah, I do not know. Oh, no. Yeah, so gem.xyz allows you to purchase, and it's an NFT market aggregator. It aggregates all the NFTs from across markets. It has a sweeping function, just like Genie. But wow. you are allowed to pay. In utility tokens, you can buy NFTs in Zubs. Mm-hmm. You can buy NFTs in Bananas. You can buy NFTs coming up very soon. And uh, yeah. And well, I, funny you should, I was going fun, fun, to say, funny you should say that. And, and the conversation in itself, because when I did what I did, um, and it's, 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 it's ironic that you guys are talking about it, I actually sold Zug to purchase my Star Wolves. Amazing. That's great. That. Yeah. How amazing. How amazing. Because you know, and, and and because because in my head I was thinking to myself, okay, you 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 collect Zug to make bone shards to mint an orc, which is another mm-hmm. NFT, let's just say, but why can I not use the Zug, which I've yielded passively, right? Yep. Um and purchase another NFT that that I want. And yeah, I don't have to, you know, put money into Coinbase or anything like that. Right. And um, I, yeah, it, it's such a good point. And think about I can it. Yeah. See, we're yielding from a lot of different instruments, whether it's looks, we were yielding weft from it, um, whether it's these utility tokens, we yield from our NFTs. Sure. They all want you to put it back into their protocol. But if there's a better return out there to be had, that's what's great about these things. They can basically be used to buy anything. And I think that's going to be even more seamless as time comes. I envision you being able to buy things off Amazon with Zug. I mean, picture this. Picture this, my friend. Being able to buy something from a store with Zug. I don't think it's far away. In fact, I think Lucas's gallery and store in germany is going to accept zug i would bet it i would bet (laughs) i would hope so (laughs) um guys i am going to have to jet in a minute but i appreciate you both coming up here is there anything else you wanted to touch on before we wrap this up just want to say i've got a new cappuccino maker over here and i just we made microfoam and i'm really proud of myself (laughs) (laughs) josh i gotta say too you were like talking about cooking on the uh, lemon spaces uh, like last week or something too you were making breakfast like some hash brown pastry (laughs) egg thing (laughs) i go uh, hard for breakfast man i go hard hell yeah I, i need that recipe 
Mm-hmm. See, drip you got it. You got it. Drip, drip with the congrats. That's the your next NFT. Like, whoa, you make microfoam. Josh's next NFT project is a uh, uh, NFT cookbook. Oh yeah, it's coming. It's mm. coming. Yeah, just pick that would be so sick. With uh, I'm very bullish on coffee, coffee-based NFT projects. Very bullish. Mm. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for a good coffee NFT project, man. Cool man, Where coffee man. world. Breakfast cool worlds. Breakfast world. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, solid. I did like breakfast Go to that world. website. Go to that website. What is, let me see what it is. I know. Where's that website? Ah, breakfast. I spell it weird. Who removes the goddamn uh, vowels from their name? That's just confusing. Then nobody knows how to spell it. That's a joke because I removed the vowels from my name. But thanks for anyone up here calling that. I, I set you all up. You know, this is a it's a thing. I set you up. You knock them down. So R2, we're, sorry, we're locking you in, man. I know you've got to get to your day, but it's not happening. <laughs> oh, Drag it out. Well, you guys can stay on here. I don't care. Uh, but uh, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can't. Um <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna boot you off the stage, and we're gonna uh, wrap this up. But I appreciate you as always. It's always good to hear from you. All right, cheers, guys. GM, GM. Cheers, GMs. I agree, JRP. I agree. What does he say? He's saying the only thing better is the the wake and bake to start the day. I'll. You know what? We'll do a show, and uh, I'll do a. I'll have an edible before, and you guys (laughs) stare at the screen and just mumble Uh, for a while. It'll be a lot of fun. I like it. Yeah, I'll do it. it. I'll fucking do it. Um, <laughs> uh, guys, you know what? A lot of people from Catprick showed up. Thank you for, uh, for, for joining the stream and hanging out Cat with us. If any, if any of you are still here, please, I want to, I want to talk to Nick and, um, and figure out what's going on with that project. I, you know, I, I, I had written it off. This isn't something that I had my pitchforks out and was seeking a refund for, you know, you win some, you lose some asymmetric upside comes with a lot of risk i get it uh but some very cool vibes going down in uh in cat bricks and uh i don't know maybe it's a thing so i would love to learn about the uh the future of that so uh maybe maybe tell nick to, to shoot me a message on twitter um free market anything else you want to touch on before uh before we wrap this show up the creator of twitch justin khan tweeted out yeah i built twitch it has millions of users and gaming NFTs are way bigger. So he tweeted that out uh, early this morning at 12.39 a.m. I'll also point out that two, uh, two prominent crypto Twitter people bought just uh, insane amounts of looks, uh, six figures of looks, saying that down here it is a super bullish, obvious uh, play. Yeah, I, I, saw I, some, I saw some looks fun yesterday. News. Oh, hmm? yeah. Drip call has news? Yeah. That was it. I just said it all. Oh, I said thank you, Drip Called, for that news. Gotcha. Sorry, sorry, I misunderstood. I thought you were like saying Drip Call was coming up for some news. No, my bad, my bad. Um, we got an interview with uh, uh, at three o'clock, I think, right? Yes, we do with the Fat Choice. So fun. Looking forward to this project. This is a project that launched around the Lunar New Year. It certainly is uh, a very cute project. They lean into the chubbiness. The art is so fun. We are going to be talking to the creator of that project at 3 p.m. today. So please tune in. 
Yeah, we were talking about things that maybe fell under the radar. This could be one of them. I'm excited to at least get to learn a little bit about the project and uh, see what they have in store. Because uh, like you said, the art is pretty good. I uh, I enjoyed it when you showed it to me. So I'm excited for that. 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, we will uh, we will tweet out the details to that, no doubt. Um, thank you so much for everybody that tuned in. Uh, another great show. I apologize about the fire alarm going off in the background. Uh, I guess it happens like once a quarter or something. It's, uh, it's legal law. I don't know. It's not always at nine in the morning, but I appreciate everyone sticking through it. I'm sure it was annoying as fuck. Um, but, uh, but yeah, here we are at the end of the show. Um, we had some great conversations about raid party, cool pets, uh, pixel pets. The, the long loss came up. Great look at project that kind of slipped under the radar. Tons of good stuff. It's all recorded. It's going to be up on YouTube. It's going to be up on Spotify. If you want to listen to it while you're driving or walking, whatever, it's uh, it's all good. So uh, yeah, free market. Get us out of here. Good luck at the table, DJ.